0: This week, more of life's tough questions like how rich is too rich to get a divorce? And what do you do when your coffee mug suddenly becomes racist? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report.
1: Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where we tell you if your feelings are valid. That's uh, right. I am Sandeep Sen, and with me, as always, is the Long Island iced tea loving Phil Causey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. We were just talking off air about uh, booze,
0: and uh, I-, I used to like Long Island iced teas because, like, back when I was 22 that's you know you can only afford two drinks for the night you gotta they have to be something strong so well, you gotta only go to the people, yeah
1: the only people that order long island iced teas are people in below 26
0: oh yeah 100 totally and we we're talking about that because of, of our third voice you're going to be hearing today our guest today alex, alex kolchak. kolchak welcome What's to the up? show how are you all right going? how are you
2: good all right. and uh and yeah. so you were
0: saying you hate long island iced teas. yeah
2: i was a long time bartender and those were the worst <laughs> they were. This they, the were the the they were the worst. They were the Yeah, abs- Oh yeah. Ask any bartender; they'll tell you if um, they're still a thing, right? I mean, it's just how, I, like, I, don't I don't go to those do... kind of
0: bars anymore. Or well, the last yeah. night you and I ended up, Sandeep, at the Thirteenth Step, which is like known as like one of the douchiest bro bars in all of America.
1: Oh, and oh. it's still broing it up. It's there, uh,
0: broing it up down there. Yeah. We, I don't know, somehow we ended up there, friend of ours, birthday party. But yeah, I I used to do Long Island. I used to start my night with two Long Island iced teas. Because, you know, again, when you only have 17 bucks total for two drinks, you've got to make them fucking count. And you knew that that guy was going to be doing something so douchey in
2: about two hours after his first two Long Island iced teas. Yeah,
0: I was that guy. No, one time I I used to work at Disney World years ago, and there used to be a bunch of clubs there that don't exist anymore because... Uh, they hate fun down there. And I was at a regular club that was down there called Motions. And I was shit-faced on... I think I might have had a third long Island that night. Nice. Maybe I worked an OT shift or something. And uh, I went up to the bar to get another one. And the bartender like, oh, no, you're cut off because you saw me like stumble. Yeah. And I was... You know, a twenty-two-year-old little asshole. So, yeah, exactly. I was like, i oh, <laughs> fuck you, man!" And so I, I, I just walked the fuck <laughs> out of the club. Was it Alex? <laughs> I know, right? It could have been me. <laughs> yeah, if you used to live in Orlando, it might have been you. So then, then what I do is I go into the other club there. They used to have a club called the Sounds of BET Club. Uh. <laughs> As you can imagine, uh, did not you fit many, right in? Uh, yes, I did. I fit right in. They welcome me right in. They're like, "Oh, come to the front of the line, sir. Uh, you're <laughs> the only person here with any pr- no." Uh so I go in there, and it's like a Saturday night, and it's crowded, and I'm shit faced at this point. So I go to the bar, I order a fucking uh, glass bottle, a land shark beer, uh-huh. and then I go in the middle of the dance floor because I'm a, a, you know a 22 year old asshole, and I start just like dancing for no reason by myself, and this group of like big black women they saw me and started laughing and then they all started dancing around me I like uh, four or five of them, you. just on they me <laughs> and, and they thought they thought it was funny and i thought it was funny because right. you know everyone was in, in on the joke kind yeah, of okay. and then one of them bumped me with with her with her booty if you will and my glass bottle of land shark goes fucking flying and just shatters and, and 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 then so i'm i'm borderline blacked out drunk at this point so i'm like oh fuck like they're gonna get me that's <laughs> the thought that went through my head so then i was like well shit so i then i just literally sprinted out of the dance club so some poor bouncer somewhere just saw like a 22 year old skinny ass white guy sprint out of the bet club at night like what the fuck what is he doing why is he here who let him in
1: well i'm glad you're still with us
0: yeah so that's kind of shit you can get into if long island iced
1: teas or how you start your evening uh i wouldn't recommend it if you're above the age of 23 There we go. Well, speaking of you, uh, your experience with black people—you had a fun (laughs) Halloween costume. As we both went out, you and I crushed Halloween. it in Halloween.
0: We went out in Halloween. Sunny and I did, and we—I uh, was white privilege, as I've nice. been known to be. It was—it's a white outfit with shoes, white pants, white everything, like, white scarf. What did you do differently? Just like? the word privilege. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yeah. No, one of my friends was like, "Oh, you're you gonna go as yourself." Yeah,
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the thing is, like, we were just walking around the East Village, bar hopping, because we didn't have anywhere to go, and. Every corner, and what would you say at least once a block, there would yeah. be a black guy who was like,
1: yo, what's up, white privilege? You uh, just thought nice. it was fucking funny. They were just pointing out, oh, white privilege, oh, I love that, oh, white yeah. privilege.
0: And Saneep's costume, he was a slutty Robert Muller, as we previously said on the show, and That's he right. went around uh, giving, what was the thing you, you kept giving out people, your little I cards? Was,
1: I was issuing subpoenas. Subpenises? Uh, <laughs> yep, so, to. <laughs> it was a white paper, it had a big sub, and then underneath <laughs> it was a picture of a dildo, and yeah. it said, you've been subpoenised. Uh, yeah
0: so he was giving them those out to strangers at bars and i was getting shouted out by every black guy in the east Village. it was a very fun halloween i had yeah. a very good time very in, no long island ice teas involved no. so we all got back in good one feel. piece good so you're you're your bartending brethren to be happy with us. yeah
2: yeah i was uh i had a beret and uh and yellow shooting glasses on and i was the worst <laughs> <laughs> so we're like what are you i'm like the worst that's pretty funny that's one of those things that once you
0: say what it is it's funny yeah, right
2: yeah. anybody who dresses like that so
0: let's talk about you for a second alex you yeah. have an upcoming uh project of some sort coming out you have a film being released early next year is that right
2: yeah well i'm uh I'll hopefully have a preview at the end of this month but um Ooh. yeah i wrote and directed a short film um, Where it's about um, eight minutes long. Where's it gonna be at?
0: Any festivals or any? Uh... Uh,
2: well, I, the first one I've submitted it to is Sundance, and uh, we're, I won't know until the end of November whether it got into that. And then there's a list of uh, other, you know, there's Tribeca. There's a whole bunch of festivals that I'm gonna submit to. Uh, we're even thinking international because it's got a it's got a kind of political feel to it. So mm,
0: interesting yeah all right so uh if you're a comedy or not comedy festival if you're a film festival person you may or may not be seeing a short film next year right. Do you have a title of it yet or a yeah it's title? called i i and rand i i and rand yeah. okay that sounds interesting just based strictly on it the title very intellectual yeah, i know yeah. nothing else about it but yeah no that's that's pretty awesome any other projects you have going on right now in, in your life uh no just trying to get just
2: trying to get a little bit more um they've got a script with a couple of friends we're doing trying to get to sketch comedy It's because the turnaround is fast on those two. Just getting content.
0: Content, content, That's Hey, that's what we're here doing. And thank you for coming along. Oh, you know what else I did this week? I hung out with our our, our former guest of the show, Jen Kearns, friend of ours. I went to see uh, Jonathan Pye live. Do you guys know what Jonathan Pye is? Oh, dude, he's like this British uh, sort of satirical comedian guy. And it was fucking amazing. It was absolutely incredible. So I definitely recommend everyone get youtube's him he's like you know the guy who like the the fake reporter guy you know what i'm talking about
2: oh uh, wait a minute the one who triumph
1: the insult comic dog
2: no
0: no olive no. Mm-hmm.
1: g no. no no was he the one who got... that was a really specific the fake reporter guy there's no, everyone is he movie.
2: is he is he english
1: yeah he's a... so did he
2: have kind of a meltdown like a year and a half ago that went viral
0: it was a fake was like, it was it a was fake meltdown and it was
2: yelling at his producer yes yeah it was really good yeah. he looked like really hungover yeah and he was outside and it, yeah, and it looked like he just was like sick and tired of doing that yeah that guy's good yeah
0: he's well his whole character is he's like a reporter who he like thinks the cameras off and he starts yeah. screaming at yeah, people yeah, yeah. that guy's good and he's also like bitter about his divorce and shit which uh <laughs> weirdly <laughs> enough that actually does segue well into our first uh topic today i'm gonna i think we'll do ours first today or okay. mine first rather so uh Are we all divorced here Well, I mean, you're you are right. Yes, sir. Yeah. See, we we always bring an expert on board here in the Fake Outrage Report. So, how many divorces do you have under your belt?
2: Just so far, one. Just the one. Okay. Yeah. Rookie. Still still young. Still young. It's got plenty of time for more.
0: I have a feeling that I'm on the divorce track, even though I'm not even currently dating really anybody. I feel like I'm going to be a divorce guy at some anger. point. Yeah, no, I,
1: for it. <laughs> I fit the profile. Yeah, I would have been divorced had I gotten married. So that's, I just kind of avoided the whole thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm sure your, your Pussy. Indian parents are very happy about that. <laughs> 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 All right. So this story does come to us from the UK and this has to do with a gentleman named Michael Tomlinson, who is a member of their parliament. He's in a Tory party, which is like their version of the Republicans. I've gathered, I don't really know much about their... P- That's right. Is that accurate to say? Okay. That's right. yep. So yeah, it's like this sort of more conservative party. And he pissed off a bunch of people this past week when he claimed that uh, divorce is more common among poor people. <laughs> the quote here, he said, 87% of high earners marry, 24% of lower earners marry. The rich get married and stay together, the poor don't. Unquote.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, is this true? That it, The yeah. article didn't really talk about
0: it well i'm sure the statistics are are kind of true what does does he have data that's the thing i mean
2: we live in this age where people just pull whatever out of their asses and say it. this is a fake news
0: generation i mean there was no fact checking on this um and this was during some kind of debate or something so who knows because if it's during a debate people like you said they just pull stuff out their ass because if you say something more you know confidently enough people have to believe you and he could be super
2: devious he could be quoting like one year where there may have been a spike like he may have yeah. the data but he may be like two like 2004 there was this anomaly <laughs> don't
1: that you have poor to some, people
2: actually divorced more
1: don't you have to have some money to get divorced there's that is there is that a thing you I, have to have
0: money to afford a marriage also i feel like right that's uh, mm-hmm. I, don't know if you, I feel like the tax both,
2: system set up in this country to actually be married. It's easy. It's you can you can yeah. survive more readily. I don't know shit about the UK. People. Yeah, but yeah,
0: I mean, you're right. I know people who've gotten married mostly yeah. tax benefits. shelters.
2: It's all about. It's all geared towards <laughs> people procreating and living together. Fucking people, yeah, fucking living together. Houses and fucking.
0: Yeah, no, oh, man, that, that man. is definitely that how, how it is. Going. And so people, uh, as far as this guy's quote, they were uh, saying that it was very judgmental. And uh, that it was, you know, appalling and, you know, generalizing of poor people and kind of not fair thing to say. And a lot of them did point out that there was literally a divorce in the royal family. Right. (laughs) Like the last couple of years. Right. So people are kind of saying this guy is full of shit. And let me ask you, I don't mean to to get into your divorce. No, it's not good. Alex, but we're here. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask you directly why you got divorced, but was money a, a factor You'd it always
2: plays a role. It yeah. always does because you're commingling everything. I mean, there comes yeah. a point where if you have joint bank accounts, if any businesses, anything, you have kids. Did you have joint bank accounts? Uh, well, yeah, we absolutely had all of our money pulled together. So, mm. yeah, it becomes an issue. We were lucky enough to mediate, which is much more uh, simple. So, you can either litigate and go through lawyers, and they traditionally will get a third of everything. Or you could mediate, <laughs> which takes a little bit more of a sacrifice on both parties, because more oftentimes than not, you're going to agree to something that neither of you are really happy about. Mm. So it's like But you, there's
1: more the pie is bigger because the one third is The pie is away.
2: bigger and it ultimately because we had our kids in mind. I can speak for myself. I can't really speak for my ex-wife, but I know now that. ultimately. that ultimate- bitch not have your kids. In <laughs> mind. She's ultimate- like,
1: "Fuck the kids." She was telling me.
2: <laughs> no, th- no, that's actually not fair. But yeah, sure. Right? Are, you, are
1: you guys
0: on speaking terms?
2: Yeah, we're 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 it's you're cool? amicable with a very broad interpretation of the word amicable.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're not one of those couples. I, I know some couples, or at least I've heard of this happening where what, they, wanna they get divorced each other. Well, they want to murder each other, and they get divorced, and then they end up being like friends after, mostly anyway, because like I they're they wouldn't cool.
2: call us friends, but. Okay. We we make the effort to be civil for the kids. We're, okay. We can we can we can maintain civility in front of the kids. We can you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's how hard is it to avoid talking shit about your your spouse? It's to the kids? you know it's.
2: I guess on some days it's easier than others because that's 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 very astute coming from a psychiatrist because one of the biggest, the biggest advice they give you. When you're with divorced kids, don't talk shit about the other one. It's really how many people do you
0: think actually? uh, Oh, I buy a lot.
2: God, the horror that some people do to their kids, using them as pawns and talking shit. Like you
0: should live with me this year. I'll buy you uh, more toys. (laughs) Yeah, I I know some people that went through that one. I am one of the very lucky people that didn't have to deal with that at all. But I know people who are like that. Like every year during the summer you know the both parents would kind of vie for the kids attention summer and christmas right, right. they they'd be like oh yeah come live with me this year you know yeah. go to this school and you know we'll 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 hook you up with this and we'll we'll get you you know a fucking uh, playstation or whatever the fuck
2: i was lucky my dad just split <laughs> <laughs> none of that going on <laughs> He's
1: so you so no have them. attention He's like yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. That's just splitting? Well, i just be like, all right, well... You know what? I've had- I'll just go back to my normal, my I'm, life before all this I'm shit I'm <laughs> so done with all of this planned house.
0: <laughs> so back uh- to the, the UK uh, gentleman here and the outrage with the generalization of the uh, poor people getting divorced. One thing I will say is that because I've spent a lot of time on rich people in my adult life, I noticed that... Rich people don't necessarily get divorced because, uh, A, it's going to cost a lot more fucking oh, yeah. money because there's a lot more to lose. But also, a lot of people They're aren't in, a, in a position to get divorced because a lot of them, tr- you know, if you're wealthy and you're from kind of a conservative background, let's say, the the scar in your image would be really fucking bad. So it's way easier to just be like, look, honey, we're going to sleep in separate fucking bedrooms. You can fuck the pool. boy. I'll fuck the babysitter we just got to not tell anybody about this shit. An we got to stay together to keep the image up because we have a business to run or whatever the case is. And so I think a lot of it might have to do with that. Is that, you know, rich people do have a lot more to lose in, in divorce, especially in the, the traditional case of like a rich ass dude, marrying a woman who's out of his league, who he's, he essentially bought. It's like, you know, that he probably yeah. doesn't want to give half of his shit to, to somebody who he feels like he right. bought. You know,
1: do you recommend getting a prenup. Should everyone have a prenup? I, I would if so. I had more money for sure. Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh wait, you know I shouldn't have answered that question. I just realized that I'm not. You know, <laughs> I'm not the one who's qualified. We brought you on to be the expert. Did you guys have a prenup? Uh, no, we did not. Oh, we the, did not have a
2: prenup. See, did, we didn't. Did. We didn't have that much money. I mean, we didn't really have that much money to, to concern <laughs> so ourselves. What did you
0: split? Like, prenup? all right, you can take the, uh, you know, the, the the Ford Tempo, and uh, I'll take oh, the, was uh, a little the apartment bit more and the couch. on
2: the other end of it. There was, you know, there was there was. There wasn't a ton of money, but I can understand if there are hundreds of millions of dollars involved. You guys want to... It's like, no shit, you're not going to get divorced. A hundred million than at fifty million. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I see it sometimes, too. I I see, you know, uh, uh, these couples who they're old and they're traveling together, but they fucking hate each other. And you can tell they fucking hate each other. And then you'll see the dude come downstairs like an hour or two later with another woman or or something like that. It's how it is, man. And so I do think that his his, uh, statistics might be true, but at the same time, it's like I said, rich people definitely have, like you said, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases to lose.
2: Right. And I don't know the, the, I don't, I don't see, I'm, I could be mistaken, but England still isn't nearly as diverse as we are racially, are they?
0: I mean, they have like black people and Muslims and stuff there, right? I think, I don't know. Right. If the, but it's
2: a connotation like, you know, when we say poor people, certain people are actually talking about black people or people of color. Oh, particularly in this country. I think they so actually are. there mean like class. racial undertones to what he's saying or is he I just saying poor people suck? They shouldn't and have, and many kids too, right? Didn't he say something about not having, they should have less kids? It, it, well,
0: something about, yeah, like if you're poor, then your kids are going to like fucking repeat it or They're something. like rabbits. Yeah. Poor it's, people are like
2: rabbits. You ever see the meaning of life? No. Monty Python? No. I think he said if not. you're
1: on welfare, you should, there should be a cap on the amount of kids you can have. Can't no, no, it. that was a different quote. That because huh.
0: the one thing I noticed about these fucking UK articles is they'll give you three paragraphs of what you're reading about, and then they'll be like, "Oh, and this is kind of related, sort of from a year ago, right. and like there's some other shit." No, that whole welfare thing with some other lady. Oh,
2: some other
1: lady. Some other fucking Tory. All right. So, what context was he saying this in? Well, it was in like a debate context. Okay. And he just <laughs> was saying like, "Oh, just by the way, poor people get divorced." Well, more, I guess so. what he was
0: trying to do is he was trying to to put more money into like keeping families together which I guess sounds kind of noble. It, it, it's kind of a strange thing because I don't know the political system there and I don't know what the yeah. debate was about. Um, but it just sounds weird to me to hear a conservative wanting to put more money into helping families. They do want to keep families together in the traditional sense here in America. Cause it's oh, all, so this was in the guy, thing.
1: Wait, so this was said in the t- context of giving poor people more money.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, social.
1: he's like these poor people need our help cause they're getting divorced more.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, though, is he was saying it from the context of like, we got to keep families together because that's what they always say, you know, oh, whatever this is, that's what well, at least again, I'm speaking sort of through like an American lens here you know, they always say, oh, well, whatever this new thing is, is a threat to the American family. (laughs) You always hear that. No matter what the thing is, oh, video games are a threat. Family values, abortion, whatever it is, it's always a threat to the family. And so I feel like this guy is probably a cunt. Uh, He just kind of was saying, he was trying to spin it from like a perspective of like, oh yeah, let's keep families together.
1: What was he spinning? He was just saying, he was trying to, he wasn't saying they shouldn't get
0: married. he? he No, he was trying to say that fucking like that should all get neutered no that fucking (laughs) rich people the 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 outrage was based on the fact that he was generalizing and saying like oh no like rich people don't get divorced poor people do like that that's where the outrage is from i actually don't know the answer to your original question which is like what the fuck the debate was about i wasn't there They were
2: right they were talking about how to spend money how to spend government money
0: I do understand, too, uh, how this might have been taken out of context as well, because one thing I will know is that you have to sometimes look at the sources of your information, and I noticed that a lot of the articles that are about this supposed outrage were uh, political sort of like Uh, fucking uh, mags and stuff like that. One of them was like HuffPost UK, and so the reason why we, we typically avoid political topics and why we almost never cover American politics on this show is because... Usually when someone reports unsupposed political-based outrage or something a politician said, there's a motive behind it. Right. There's an ax to grind. Right. And that might have been a case here. Um, and, and so it, it's a very – Yeah, what was the
2: larger debate? That's
0: uh, Nobody fucking knows. Right. And so that's the thing. This might have been just plucked from a larger uh, statement that we actually don't
1: know. Right. And
0: again, you know, this guy is a Tories like so he's bait. probably a douche. <laughs> um, so
1: it, it, it's a weird thing. But he but, doesn't sound like a – he doesn't sound like a Republican. This sounds like a what is something a democrat would say.
2: Yeah, well you would think if the if yeah. someone was arguing for money to be spent on welfare programs and the the for giving money to these poor families, then I could see a Tory being like, there, where's the stop of the money? Because if we give them money now, they just keep breeding like rabbits, so we
1: can't. Yeah, but that wasn't the <laughs> We can't,
2: no, but that's not what he's saying, right? Yeah. No, that's the welfare not his thing angle. Was, the
0: welfare thing was
1: completely unrelated to this
0: article. Well, no, I know, I'm just saying the
2: welfare state. Are, yeah,
1: are, he said 87% of high earners marry, 20% of low earners marry, the rich get married and stay together, the poor don't. Why does this matter? Because where there is poverty, family breakdowns not far behind. And while poverty is often a driver of family breakdown, crucially, so too is the family a breakdown, a driver of poverty. And so it's like a, he wants to help with poverty, it sounds like. Is a- it sounds like he probably does and based on that all oh, right fake outrage okay based uh, on that outrage. like i said uh, the, the sources that were used <laughs> I, I have to lean fake on this one When someone's trying to give you money shut the fuck up and take it he's right oh, yeah. he's like it's uh, like I, these yeah. poor people are getting divorced more let's like let's now here's the thing is it, if more information comes
0: in and it turns out this guy it, like this is part of a bigger thing where like the next line after that is like because they're a bunch of pieces of poor shit and kill him or whatever then yeah fuck this guy he probably sucks anyway but yeah i'll go fake outrage in this one with you um so well i think you're with us yeah that. Right? agree all right agree. so
1: yeah, moving along now Sandeep, what do you have for us all right, this more week? international outrage <laughs> the story comes to us from cape town south africa
0: yes more oh accents boy. yes oh where boy. the pick
1: and pay store caused outrage for selling mugs inscribed with the maid and the gardener and it was just, a, just like, oh, like so it was like a mug set right and one of them said maid one of them said gardener yeah it's kind of like number one dad <laughs> Um, why are people mad about this well someone uh, well okay so Myrtle Witbui uh, <laughs> oh yeah explained yeah, why she was mad <laughs> okay. she's the general secretary of the South African Domestic Services and Allied Workers Union you don't you haven't heard of them you're part of the union right uh, you know yeah they're not one of the locals though you guys they're, don't go to like union conferences where you just uh, you know rub shoulders. Uh, I mean we go to rallies but
0: none really are in South Africa they're usually within the you know bounds of the New York City well, you got to go
1: to the International Union um, conferences. They'll probably... Fuck that, I don't. will probably pay for your ticket and your hotel. No, I doubt that. Okay. <laughs> It'd be awesome, though. Uh, well, you should lobby the Union. Anyway, so you can meet Myrtle Witbui. So she told Business Insider South Africa that the mugs were, quote, very degrading, and says this takes us back to apartheid, where utensils for gardeners and domestic workers were placed outside for the workers. This takes us back as a people, and we demand a public apology from the store. And... uh I read a few articles with this one. Okay. And they all kind of acknowledged the truth of that. So like the, the pick and pay person, spokesperson. So back in the day when, they were, when it was like an apartheid state.
2: That was a real thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the maid and the gardener. Like were like
2: having a mug saying whites only.
0: Yeah. So this would be like a, like the, in sort of like a step up from like a doggy dish. You would literally stick this out back on Outside, the porch. Like, oh, right. this is for my gardener and this is for my maid. Right. Yeah. But these
1: mugs were pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you uh, were doing that, you wouldn't give them these mugs. You could give them like a little steel, you know, like a little metal, rusty cup. The question, yeah,
2: right. So are they? Were they? Were they alluding to that history though? That's yes. the question.
1: Well, that's what. That's well, what perhaps they were trying. Uh, to Murray re- Whitby
0: thinks so. Right. Perhaps they're trying to rewrite history and be like, hey, we, we got our gardener and our
1: maids. Nice mugs. Huh? Or, or, but we, there was there was we no good. quote
2: from the store owner, if
1: I'm correct, right? Well, the Jenny Cardona, the Pick and Pay spokesperson, yeah, which, yeah, right. So she told business owners that the Pick and Pay is like a company, and they have like these franchises. It's a franchise, right? And so there's the company owned pick stores. which They don't sell this, but this one franchise, they they have some flexibility in what they can sell.
0: So is Pick and Pay like a like a uh, like a Walmart it. kind of thing? Like is it like a, like a big box, like a department store kind of thing? Like a Sears? Like I what's it was the, like a stop and shop?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I'm guessing. Right. I know. So I there, no there are clue, probably
2: yeah. a series of different items you can choose to sell or not sell. Yeah. And these mugs were on a menu somewhere.
1: And so they asked the franchise owner to remove them, which he has done.
2: Right. Okay. Yes, but no quote from the store owner, the individual store owner. Were
0: there
1: any maids or uh, gardeners that had anything to say about this? No. Uh, no. But there were, I mean, there <laughs> uh, Another, uh, an American used, this This is posted on Twitter, which it caused outrage. So an American asked on Twitter what the outrage was about. And another guy, Jamil Khan, said, mm-hmm. in South Africa, domestic labor has a long history of dehumanization and racism attached to it. One method it was, was and still is, to deny helpers use of household crockery and cutlery, as they're considered unworthy and unhygienic. Right. It seems sure.
2: innocuous to us, because when you say gardener, you're thinking one of your parents left to garden. Well, I I thought, you know, your mother was always like, I'm the maid around here, but it has a totally different connotation. Yeah. Well, it's funny because
0: I I grew up in a household like that where my mom was in the kitchen most of the time and my dad was out back in the garden most of the time. So like for me, I'd see that and be like, oh, it's like a his and hers set. It's a joke. You know, it's not in South Africa, not in South Africa. Apparently they're not cool. Maybe they should ship those to America for the holiday season. I'm sure people would think that was funny and a few people would buy it.
2: (laughs) I'm awful to racism.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a good. Well, it's imported too. Imported novelty racism. Hey. Here we oh, go. The
1: question is like, what? At what point is like, if something, if something is a reminder of something else, how do you? At what point can you be like, well, okay, but you're being reminded. It's like the thing is just the thing. That's the question, though. Yeah, that's the question. Is it?
2: Is it harmless? Is it without intent? We don't know the owner. The owner might be an awful redneck. He's like, man, I remember the good old days and I put that shit out on my porch and we knew what's yeah. what was what you know what I mean like why yeah. we don't know if that Well, that and also too,
0: whoever developed this too like from what I understand apart that is like that's not like well no but it, it, it's only been not a thing for like 15 or 20 years right, yeah, right. so
2: City, I feel like that? it's
0: one of those this is one of those literal too soon situations where it's like somebody might have made that like you said like we're gonna bring back the good old days
2: yeah man we're gonna make South Africa great again yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, but this it, time uh, we're gonna give them nice mugs, so you can't really. It's not.
2: We're gonna, we're we're gonna we're yeah,
1: plausible deniability, <laughs> subtle, yeah,
2: passive aggressive racism.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> kind of like
0: how they gave black people in America bling. Um. See, this is weird. This both these topics today are things that we literally know nothing about. It, that's what I think the beauty of this show is. is that it forces us to make these like hard line snap decisions, and <laughs> oh, yeah, over we with with yeah with
2: minimal information. Yeah, no gonna... compunction.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know nothing about any of these things. Um, oh, fuck, I have no idea what the fucking thing. I mean, yeah, if it's a fucking direct slavery reference, I have to go legit outrage.
1: Yeah, I'm but like the, the,
0: the mugs in and of themselves, though, I looked at it and I was like, oh they're, they're fucking they're mugs. Nice. They're I know yeah. exactly. They're they're kind of. Nice 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 and
1: it, yeah
0: nah.
2: you know, out of, we, out of context not uh not uh aggressive or racist, but in this context it seems
1: like yeah once it seems like you. everyone agreed that this was Bol- yeah. There was some, the occasional Twitter user who was like defending it, but everyone's like, oh no, this is a total thing that we yeah. understand. Yeah, so it kind of ranges from
0: the, from confusion to outright outrage. So I feel like it seems it has like everyone to be- in South Africa is like, so oh, yeah, it's safe to nice. assume yeah.
2: the owner was probably South African and he knew what he was doing or she Yeah, that it was
0: either,
1: well, she called him a he. So, okay. But I don't know how he identifies. Maybe she's being insensitive yeah. with how he identifies. Holy
2: shit. All right. Oh, we don't want we we to
1: bring stuff. that debate back. Oh <laughs> fucking Christ. Um all right. So
0: yeah, I guess we'll go legit outrage in that one.
2: I'm voting legit. All right, okay. legit. legit. So, legit. so
0: we're really enthusiastic today. Anything'll mm. go. So let's get to the uh, closing part of the show where we always ask our guest, Mr. Kolch, is there yeah. anything you're currently outraged about? Yes. Other than your nice. ex-wife. Yes, the state oh, of like Williamsburg. Oh God, okay. It's Soho
2: it is it, we are we are in dude, williamsburg right i know now. we're in williamsburg we're in no, this okay, amazing the, apartment building for our audiences yeah. I, just to, so. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I
0: just uh
2: I, I, i've i've been here many times uh and on on some level it's a lovely neighborhood yeah uh but holy shit it is absolutely soho it is the second coming yeah. of soho
1: Where's all the there's all the retail shopping? Are you kidding me? Yeah, go down is. Kent Avenue, Bedford, dude. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, a, there's okay.
2: a Gant right here on on Kenton Second, right on the corner of oh, what's a Gant? It's a it's a high end clothing store. Oh,
0: we'll check out some yeah, boutique. I, I might be
2: mispronouncing it. Maybe it's Gent, but it's G A N T. I'm gonna go Gant. Yeah, I know it, nothing about clothing
0: for sure. I work maybe. in Soho, and I will say that the neighborhoods have both been just. It's been a forceful annex of Europe. Like if you don't speak at least French or Italian, you're not allowed. in either neighborhood. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how you're European allowed to live mall. here, Sandy. Maybe because yeah. you're brown, they let you in. No one speaks French and Italian. <laughs> what? Would, all, are I you know, fucking like, kidding me? Ten,
2: there were ten couples, separate couples on the way here on the L train, speaking Italian and French. Yeah, are you oh, kidding get me?
0: Out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, right. you're not exaggerating either, and I know that. It's oh, it's, it's how it is. I
2: just I'm I'm gonna date myself. I remember, and I'm I'm like second wave gentrification of Alphabet City. So I have I, I have no. I have no real uh, street cred or legitimacy uh, <laughs> to speak for. You, wh- wh- but did wh- wh- you I remember when Williamsburg was like, whoa, this this is real. This is like real. And man, that was like 15, 20. These high rises are.
0: These, these didn't exist 10 years ago. No. No, this is no. crazy. It's extraordinary. Where'd you live in Alphabet uh, City? What was your crossroads? C and 11th. Oh, I was at B and 2nd. Nice. Not too terribly far. No, and then That's... I was
2: on uh, AM 14th for a while but yeah that's a
0: fucking great neighborhood man I I wish I could still afford to live there but nobody can anymore unless they have their parents money from
1: France or Italy well that's why I like to I like looking at apartments in Williams in Brooklyn compared to Manhattan you go to you look at an apartment in Manhattan it's like it's ridiculous uh, are you gonna fix this no yeah do you like it? Well, if you like it, you have three hours to give us all the paperwork. Yes, oh, go fuck yeah,
2: one true. month free. No, is there anything Sure, they're high, strong man. Yeah. They're moving. They're moving
1: inventory over there in New York City. <laughs> you gonna fix that? No. Does the bathroom work? No. No, no it's no. true because I remember. No. When you not don't gonna... like it? Go fuck yourself. In Brooklyn, they're like no, we'll give you one month free. And, yeah, yeah, Oh, I'm sorry. No, we'll totally fix that. We're gonna yeah. paint this whole thing over. And uh, by the way, did they fix your fucking hater? Uh, we haven't tried. have tried it yet. Okay. We've had some unseasonably warm weather. We have. Well, look, I remember you were shopping for your apartments,
0: and I went. I was with you that day, because we were hanging out, yeah. and uh, we came into this building, and they were super nice. They like fucking gave us drinks, like here, put these hard hats yeah, on. See, this is the, the no not in even, Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, the building's not even done yet. Please come on, take a look around. Want coffee. Espresso? There's a bodega around the corner. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking crazy, man.
2: They're hardcore. See, buy yeah, me one too. That's, you know see, that is that's all foreign money that's moved that's coming kind in. Of, that's yeah. I, so the real quick, the historic arc is that shortly after the financial crisis, uh, people realized that the best money was here was yep. to keep it in New York. It was the safest money and it was really the only money that would appreciate. Everything else was shit. So all of this foreign money came in, put downward pressure. And every, you can't, even big retail stores are struggling in Manhattan. They, the rents are ridiculous yeah
1: they gotta ridiculous they, can't, they have to make people be residents of it's, the apartment instead of just tax shelters no
2: you have all of these like 40 million dollar apartments that are totally all the, empty I mean, and right
1: cash that you use to buy an apartment should be traceable to to a person uh, and right. not through a, through through yeah, some right, sort of shell corporation right, yeah. we need to fucking do something all this black money coming in We need to eat here, the rich is what we need to do. Well, the black money comes in and it, it prices out regular people. Right. Well,
0: yeah, didn't they also? Um, don't they want to have a tax for empty storefronts? Like, if you're a landlord and you keep your storefront empty for X amount of months, you get taxed like crazy on it because like you have to, you should be able to find a tenant. Uh,
2: I think it depends on the loan structure.
0: I don't know shit about real estate. Oh yeah, you know real estate. You know divorce and real estate, dude. You're so useful you today in this you episode. You know
1: basically every uh, yeah. We've dabbled in everything we've talked about. Yeah. comedy, film, bartending, real estate. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I've got good. my my. I want to. This, live the this life, is man. my favorite story of bartending. This is, this is the only time I've actually truly been heroic. All right, in my life. So yeah, we
0: open with bartending. Let's close so with bartending a real, too.
2: A real bro. I used to work at the South Street Seaport which is bro re- yeah for those it, of you who
0: aren't new york city uh, south street seaport is literally um it's in the financial uh, district in the southern tip of manhattan it's where all the bros hang out
2: yeah for like for like generations now those yeah. guys that's been their epist their death star if like you old
0: school bros like the guys that wear the sweaters around the neck and those totally, aqua colored totally. shorts yeah, and yeah, shit
2: yeah, all stressed out making trying to make a bunch of money so one yeah. of them rolls up to the bar one day and asks for six screaming nazis which is... A That's a sh- drink? Yes. it's a No, sh- it's not. He it's just wanted some screaming, Nazi. screaming makes him Nazis. Friends you know what? There, Nazis. Are not, <laughs> there are too many Jews in New York and not enough
1: screaming Nazis.
2: No, so it, what a screaming <laughs> Nazi is, a is a Jägermeister and Goldschlager together. Nice. It's, it's disgusting. I
1: want a screaming Nazi. Oh,
0: no, you know, it's two it's, German drinks. So
2: he, Yeah, yeah it's a Long Island iced tea of so, so he asked for six of them.
0: I would actually drink that. That sounds like a pretty good fucking of shot. Of course you would. I'm you love those Long Island
2: iced <laughs> teas. This is... That's what
1: you would chase your Long Island you, you, iced tea with. Oh, oh like fuck screaming. yes. It's, it's just
2: vomit. So he gave let me, have six, let me get six screaming Nazis. And I said, no. I said, what do you mean no? I said, no. He's like, why not? I said, you come back with a more original name for those drinks, and I will make them for you. He just turned around, and he laughed. <laughs> There's just too many screaming Nazis in this world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make six more of them. I could go fuck
1: himself. What if you just called him dirty Jews? All right, fine, I'm gonna call okay, him dirty. Okay, yeah, Jews. no, sure. I get that. I'll make those. No. <laughs> yeah. Weird. we'll Actually, be in- he just didn't argue. He's just very confused. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just like, what do you mean? I don't think
2: it ever happened to him. He like he had no pre-programmed response in his lizard brain. He's like
0: well, he's not a creative. He's a, he's a human calculator, bro, it sounded like. Yeah, right. See, I at least thought of something. I'm trying to think of something right now. Like, instead he could have of, said like,
2: anything. Dirt on the floor. He gave me six dirt on the floors. I'm like, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, or I like, just wanted to force him to say something besides screaming Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> I just had had enough that day.
0: Be like, Hey, instead of rye, can I get reich whiskey today? Sure. Like, Come on now. <laughs> rye whiskey. Nazi jokes. As in the third, huh? huh. Yeah, that's
1: right.
0: <laughs> uh i think that's a good place to end on <laughs> nazi jokes uh thank you for listening to us please email us if you uh don't like anything we have to say uh think we're assholes at the fake report at gmail.com follow us at fake outrage rep we're using our facebook page again so you can give us the likey likes on there as well as a killer five-star review on itunes if you have maybe 30 seconds of your life to give up for us If not, I understand, but, like, come on, it's only 30 fucking seconds. And you can follow Alex Kolchak online at...
2: Yeah, cool. Uh, Alex Kolchak at uh, Twitter.com, and also, you know, friend me on Facebook if you want. I I got some kind of Instagram thing, but I'm old, and I don't know how that works. Kolchak Alex at Instagram. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there it is. All right. But before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts?
1: Nine.